0: Welcome to Check It Out, a Westerville Public Library podcast where librarians share what we like and where you can find it. I'm Jordan, an adult services librarian.
1: I'm Megan. I'm an adult services librarian.
2: And I'm David, the supervisor of the Innovation Lab.
0: All right, guys, thank you for coming back to check it out. I've got an icebreaker, and it's a wild one. If we were robbing a bank, the three of us,
2: what would each of our roles be? Ooh. Ugh.
1: Getaway driver.
2: Oh really? Yep. All right. Megan's got the getaway driver. You got the cool leather jacket and
0: the driver glove and I could see you as like the face. Like if you needed mm. to go in and sort of like oh. talk to the people up front, you know, and kind of be like
1: Schmooze them, distract them.
0: Yeah, or or even that, that thing of like, I'm robbing you, but you don't realize it until it's too late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am flattered enough to say that I will accept that role,
0: the confidence woman. <laughs> I think when you turn on the charm, you can like you can really get away with it.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. See, yeah. I was just thinking I don't perform super well under pressure, so I figured mm. being the getaway car, like the main drama, will already be
2: completed. I don't, yeah. I don't know because I feel like that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: true. To, to, to it, make it sure is. that we get I guess it depends on if the cops have already yeah. shown up.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm one of those guys that when I bring in groceries, I, I try to grab every single bag out of the uh, trunk. Yes. So I have like 10 <laughs> in one hand, 10 in the other. So I feel like I'd be really good too. at just like manually grabbing the, you know, the old school money bags with the dollar sign on it, Uh, you know, oh, that yeah. kind of generic looking thing. And I feel like I'd be really good at that. <laughs> You're the bag man. Yeah, I'd be the bag man.
0: All right. That's awesome. I would like to think that maybe I could uh, do the planning just because I always am thinking about what's going to go wrong, like what could possibly go wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, uh, since you brought up Getaway Driver, uh, I did crush most of our department in Mario Kart the one time we played.
2: (laughs) That's correct. I, I do feel like maybe. He knew all the little secret passages and everything like that. Oh, no.
0: I don't, but you know, I know some of them.
2: Yeah, he knew, I, no, he knew enough to, to make a very distinct. We were all competing for second place, let's say it that way. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> very cool. nice. I, well, I think we could pull off a successful heist. All yeah, right. perfect. <laughs> all right, so let's get into our picks. I'll go first. So, my pick this week is going to be uh, something that I'm actually currently reading. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm very close to the end. This is Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff. It's a book. It's available on Ohio Digital Library, but it's also available on Hoopla, which means it's available all the time. So when my ebook checkout on Libby expired, I was bummed. But then I flipped over to Hoopla and I was like, oh, I can get it again, just automatically. Um, So have either of you read or heard of Lovecraft
2: Country? I'm only familiar in in that how popular it was and I know that they are turning it now into the series.
0: Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the summer I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. um they're making an HBO series um directed by Jordan Peele, I think. So it's sort of a like obviously like the name suggests a sort of like Lovecraftian horror book. It's set in the 1950s and it centers around a bunch of black characters. As they sort of deal with these strange supernatural cosmic horror kind of events, it's all sort of takes on different horror tropes. Each chapter focuses on a different character, uh, from this like small group of main characters as they kind of deal with cults and ghosts and strange portals and living dolls and all sorts of strange things like that. But really, the most horrifying things that they deal with is like the constant racism. Um, And so just that kind of like dichotomy of, well, there are unknowable horrors in the dark that cultists are summoning in the middle of the woods, but really like the guy who's following you home from the diner is the, is the scarier thing. Mm -hmm. Like Mm. it's, it's really, it's really, really interesting. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So that's Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff available on Ohio Digital Library, Hoopla, Libby, Overdrive, whatever you've got, basically.
1: (laughs) Very nice. That's
0: awesome. Check
2: it out.
1: Uh, today, I'd like to recommend a book called Factfulness, 10 Reasons We're Wrong About the World and Why Things Are Better Than You Think. It's by Hans Rosling. Basically, it's a book about statistics and human perception, just like as a very broad generalization of what it's about. Each chapter focuses on a different aspect of how people misinterpret statistics and how people misperceive the world. So... Like just off the top of my head, I read it quite a while ago, but it really stuck with me. And one of the examples that I can think of off the top of my head is um, that the world's actually the least violent than it's ever been in human history. Yeah, But it seems so much more violent because the weapons that we have are so much more destructive and the news cycles constantly talking about it. -hmm. So it, it's, it's everywhere on the news. Whereas before, if somebody got murdered, you'd never hear about it. Right. Unless it was like in your town. Um, so it was, it was just a really, um, really interesting perspective on the world and kind of reminds, reminded me to always question the way that. Statistics in particular are presented to you because they can very, very easily and not even always necessarily purposefully be misinterpreted and misrepresented. Mm-hmm. Um, that is available as an ebook on both the Ohio Digital Library, so you can access it with Libby or Overdrive, as well as on the Cloud Library.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. Awesome. I'm sure that has like stuff about like how you're, you know, more likely to get in a car crash than to be like eaten by a shark. But then people are more afraid of like sharks than.
1: Yes. He talks about how bad people are about perceiving risk. Mm hmm. Um, That you're way more, like you said, you're way more afraid of something that is way less likely to happen, even Mm. just because it seems scarier. But like, yeah, you're way more likely to be murdered by your spouse than you are by some stranger (laughs) in the alley. But that's Uh. what you're more afraid of is the stranger (laughs) in the alley.
0: Excuse me while I get up and lock my door real quick. (laughs) Yeah. I think she's downstairs, but uh, who knows? (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, like humans evolved to be scared of things that unless you're still living in a tribal society, you're not likely to encounter the kinds of things that our ancestors encountered. So Mm -hmm. the way that our fear response evolved is no longer helpful. And it makes us (laughs) both over and under exaggerate real fears and not Mm -hmm. real fears.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: So, I would definitely check it out.
0: Check it out. All right.
2: Thanks. All right. uh, So, for my pick, you could access it a couple different ways. Uh, We have it available as a uh, digital book through the Ohio Digital Library, as well as a physical copy in the library proper. Um, But it's a collection of essays by local uh, poet and writer Hanif Abdurraqib. It is They Can't Kill Us Till They Kill Us. I love this book. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a. I I will tell you that the, the, uh, first time I came across it, I was so uh, enamored by just the cover. Yeah. I had recognized the name. He's a very solid follow on Twitter. Oh yeah. He's and good. I had seen him, uh, over, uh, the last couple of years retweeted by people in various spheres that I've kind of followed, uh, comedians, uh, authors, podcasters, different things. I kept seeing his name come up mm-hmm. and then I, I realized that actually he was a local artist. And so then when I came across this book in a library, um, I picked it up and, uh, and this one, he's written a couple of different things. He's also a poet. And so he has a books of poetry as well, uh, has written a lot about various things in pop culture for, um, a slew of online portals, um, and has, um, released a couple of collections over the years. Uh, but this one was the first one that I came across, um, came out in 2017. The cover is, uh, someone in a hoodie, uh, like almost like a werewolf. And that immediately kind of drew me in. Uh, but what's really great, um, Hanif is a black man, uh, Growing up in Columbus is someone That you know associates himself with various Subculture groups like punk rock And you know obviously as I mentioned he's a poet Um so it's there's a lot of like Peaks into his experience Through these different articles and That first one that I kind of remember reading Was the one um where he specifically Talks about his experience in punk Rock shows kind of being There witnessing microaggressions uh, acts of racism acts mm-hmm. of Violence against like women you know How he felt uncomfortable how he wishes he could have spoken up more just kind of really reflecting on certain pockets of um, of his life someone like myself uh, I'm Puerto Rican but I also grew up kind of enjoying a wide variety of music going to different kind of shows where um, you know I was maybe the only representation or, or one of very few uh, minority in the crowd and the ways in which you try to connect with those groups but unfortunately can't and the ways in which you're kind of affected by that. He also has a really great um, article uh, or a little write-up in here about uh, Ric Flair, the professional wrestler (laughs) and how he's like almost like one of the best rappers ever just because of um, how he's able to put on airs, right? Um, How he's able to talk smack. For those who are unaware, Ric Flair, you know, has been around for decades and in the last, I believe, five or six years, he even was uh, kind of featured in a uh, recent uh, rap song where a young rapper was kind of talking about, you know, putting on that sort of persona and rick flair actually shows up in the video uh, which is which is uh wild to me but just the idea of you know as someone who also grew up watching professional wrestling recognizing uh individuals like I said, he's such a unique person. We have not only these books, but other books written by him. He is someone that's local. Uh, I've mentioned in previous episodes about supporting people, especially right now, uh, supporting black artists, but also uh, supporting local artists as well. Uh, and I think he has brought such a, a special spotlight to the Columbus community, mm-hmm. showcasing just how unique it really is. When a lot of times people kind of uh, don't consider us on the same uh, level as, uh, you know, like an LA or a New York or anything like that. But he really kind of tries to focus on how unique some of the culture is here some of the struggles of that uh, so yeah I would recommend this collection they can't kill us till they kill us Hanif Abdurraqib uh, through the Ohio Digital Library or physically through the library as well
0: yeah awesome Check it out. all right so that's gonna do it for us here on check it out Megan and David thank you for being here
1: thanks for having yeah, us thank you
0: and thank you for listening to check it out we'll be back next time with another episode bye bye see you then